Good morning. Actually, good afternoon. It's not good morning anymore <laughs> as we're eating lunch. Yes. Uh, welcome to another podcast. You haven't been with us the last couple of times, I think. Yeah. I feel like, well, one I recorded on the wedding day, which you were down in San Diego. Mm. The last one I think you were down with Tessie and the fam. On niece duty. And we're going back down to San Diego today. So. Yes. San Diego party. We have to figure out. They're doing the, the asphalt in our complex, and we might have to do a Indiana Jones mission to get out of our house. We're going to do a, um, uh, army-style, uh, hoist, where I'm going <laughs> to hoist you over that wall. That's right. So, wait, so you're hoisting me because... Because I don't, I don't want to break my legs coming down the other side. It looks pretty steep. So I'm going to leave that to you, the okay. more athletic one. That's true. I would pick you up off the top of the wall. Right. Well, that's like plan D, I think, right? Because we have a couple eggs we've got some, we We've got some backup plans, yes. But our entire apartment building is covered in asphalt with no real walkways that aren't Well, that. they put out <laughs> signs that said no pedestrian access, and so we don't know what that means. Right. We haven't left the apartment yet. So we'll see. There were still a lot of cars out there. I assume they got to move all those cars. They said they were going to tow them. We'll see. Uh, What else? We got ants. Yes. Like everyone else in Irvine, we are being invaded by ants. Any suggestions? We're open to it. They're coming out of the light fixtures and the sinks and... Yeah, the light fixtures, we got some baby proofing and put the plugs in them to see if that prevents them from coming out of the holes. That's true. We have enough. We we have more than enough if anybody needs any. Yes, if anyone's plug expecting coverage. a baby, we have. I'm, I am a fellow and bought two packs of 35 plugs, I think. Yeah. So we have 70 plugs that. I don't even know if that would fit in a normal house. No, that's a lot of plugs. I don't know who (laughs) needs that many. Um, But, yes, we've tried ant trap bait style things. Mm -hmm. Um, Various sprays, Windex, more natural ones. Bioganic. Bioganic, which, be careful, it strips the paint off of your cabinets if you use that. So not really an endorsement of that company. But but it smells nice, which is pleasant. True. That's about it. That's that's new and exciting. Hmm. Ants and being trapped in your apartment. It's true. I'm trying out a new podcast website. I think I told you about it. Where oh, yeah. It's a lot easier to assemble because normally I use the program and do SoundCloud and stuff. Right. This one, I'm I'm working through it right now to see if I can just upload it easily and not have to use our editing software computer as much. Okay. And there's something on it where you can possibly monetize. Ooh. So, like, everybody, every listen you get, you get, like, a cent or a fraction of a cent or something. Because a buddy of mine started up a podcast with his friend, and they've had two episodes, and he said they've made a dollar thirty. And I'm like, we have enough. Like, if yeah. if you're making a dollar thirty every two episodes, you could have, like, if we get up to... If we're going through the football season, we have like 25 episodes. We could make 25 bucks, and what would you? That do could go those? towards the league. Go back yeah. in the league somehow. That's so. what I was thinking. You could get. Do people win money on your league? You mm-hmm. could add that to that, or maybe give second place something. Well, second place gets something. Oh, okay. 
actually spread it out so like half of the league will get some sort of money or there at least go. they're like buyback in. So this and this could even go towards like Vegas next year or there, that's true. Or future draft or parties. That trophy that's in our garage. It's a come on, it's a <laughs> tiny garage. It's or a trophy. It's ten bucks. Well, and I was love to give it. it. We could upgrade it. Everybody yeah. loves the trophy. I'm not a trophy guy, so I don't really care. I gotta give it to the champion. They should have it for a year. Yeah, maybe you could put it towards like. Don't you put their name on it? You can get a plaque that can go towards. Oh, you mean the crazy ugly trophy? Y- yeah, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. The one that's in our garage. Yes, the one that. Uh, I don't know why you're so offended by me saying that that's a gross trophy. No, it's it a is gross a gross trophy. trophy. Everybody, everybody here knows the story about the trophy. Right. So I don't know why trophy. you're so offended by me. I'm saying not offended. It's gross. <laughs> I'm not offended. I forgot we even had it still. What what trophy were you talking about? The little one with the goat on it. That's oh, actual. That's trophy. that's amazing. That, that other one. one so that the was, other one is terrible. That was another thing that was supposed to happen in Vegas. Was the winner of the league got to choose how we destroyed that trophy? Oh right. And I so since that never happened, that. yes, uh, it's gonna have to wait. And now it's still in our garage. And how about we tie it to the back of our car and drag it down to San Diego? <laughs> With that, or drag it to Vegas if you drive. Just that probably is unsafe. I mean, <laughs> either that or there's probably going to be some sort of uh, legal Take action. Take it to a shooting range. I think they that's. Let, do they let you bring your own targets or objects? I need to look into that. I haven't been to a shooting range. I know some people in the league have. I know nothing about that, so that could. But I think be that's the leader in the clubhouse. I heard other people talk about blowing it up because I know there's like giant open spaces in Nevada where you can just like use explosives. So where some, do you get explosives to do that? I don't know. See that? I mean, I'm sure they give it to you if it's part of like a range where there's like firepower or artillery. I don't know that they're going to be like, here's some explosives. That seems... <laughs> well, I don't expect us to, like, set it up and put all the charges in. You we do have some electricians out. in You'll our You'll be group. in charge of that. But, so, yes, that trophy is... Uh, yeah, that's going to have to make the move, huh? How mad would you be if it doesn't make the move and it just lives in our garage for whoever gets our apartment out? No, they, those people don't deserve it. They won't know what to do with it. It will not be disposed of properly. He'll just go and. I'll find her. I'll find a way where it's out of the way. You don't have to deal with it. You should never. Touch I'm not it. touching it. That's Nobody the whole should thing. ever touch it. You have to have hazmat and everything around it. Get some gloves. You're gonna need, like, one of those biohazard coolers, yes. perhaps. Yeah. Even get like a bomb robot and just like carry it out. Um. So hopefully, if I can figure out the monetization podcast thing I found, yes, it could go towards like maybe. If we get enough money, that could be the spread we get every uh, draft. There like it go. goes towards like food and bevs and stuff. That's that's a good idea. Uh, or or we take all the money and maybe next year we put it on like put it on a craps table and see what we get or roulette. Okay. Just a fun thing. Whatever the league wants. It would be cool to be able to. Hey, people actually listen, and it's going to help the league, and we can. Yeah help pay for something or put it towards the prize money yes or getting the trophy destroyed Mm -hmm. whichever that's true it could go towards you can can set up some sort of survey and see how what people want to do with people don't like my surveys they hardly even i love a good survey well surveys are great (laughs) but when i put it to a vote anything in in this league it's it's underwhelming so Mm -hmm. it's it's 
Well, my vote, if I get one as spouse of the whatever your title is, I'm going to say put I it I thought you were like assistant GM or the oh, yeah. something. <laughs> I'm going to say vote put it towards destroying the there we go. terribleness that lives in our garage <laughs> that I've had to avoid for the last two years. It's been a fun journey with that thing, getting it from the individual that created it and hiding it from them. Wow. It's, it's come and due on its time. Any thoughts on the first week of the football season? I know. Oh, I've been following it closely. Well, you don't You don't have to say that. <laughs> I literally told everybody in this podcast no, that I watched zero minutes of football during this whole weekend. Well, you could have watched it. I just wouldn't have watched it with you. Oh, I know. But, um, I, told, I enjoyed doing the Twitter thing, and then I went on the bike ride. And it what was, was the Twitter thing? I just followed on Twitter, especially oh, the Jags game. Got it. That's never, um, they're never on TV How about them Jags? <laughs> That's what I have to say. they got to win. Okay. They won a yeah, football exactly. game. Yeah, exactly. How about them? Uh, That's what I have to say about Well, f- your favorite quarterback is leading them to Denim victory. Shorts? Yes. I don't know his name, but. Yeah, Uncle Rico. Rico Suave. Oh. Basically. He's not my top pick. Well, he's, he's the champion right now. Okay. He's 1-0. Well. There's a guy on the team named DJ Chark. And they sing Baby Shark whenever he scores a touchdown, so... That's... I feel bad for anyone that goes to games with him, then. That's a terrible thing. I know you like sharks, so that's... I'm trying to relate it to you somehow. Right. But everybody else, you probably don't care about. Yeah. But it's sports. Sports. Go team. Sportsmanship. Sportsmanship. Everyone be nice to each other. (laughs) Yay. That's what this league's all about. We're all nice to each other. We all play friendly. Oh, I meant the players. But yes, also, yeah, yeah, good. There's never, nobody trash talks. Everybody likes everybody's team. Good work. How do you feel about the 49ers? Let me get your take on them. I I know that I have a friend that's a big fan. She is a big fan. That's about it. 49ers. I know. What about the Cowboys? Do you care about the Cowboys? I, I actually actively dislike the Cowboys. Okay. That's one of the few NFL teams I have an opinion on, and it's not a positive. Same one. with the Raiders, I assume. Same with the Raiders. Yes. Who else do we have? The Steelers. I don't. Well, you probably don't like. I'm not, ben a, fa- not a fan of yeah. him, and I'm not a fan of New England. But everyone else, I either that covers pretty much our whole league. Okay. You care about the Bengals? Are I they, don't care about them or have, have an opinion on. They them. have pretty sweet helmets. It looks like tiger stripes. Okay. So well, there's that. Is there anybody else who's a fan of somebody in our league? Um, I know I'm leaving somebody out. The Rams. I don't. I actively hate the Rams. So I don't know. I mean, I don't really mind. I, yeah. Cause I know you were a Charger fan, but it's. I was, whatever. and that's dead and gone. Our Jaguars this weekend beat Philip Rivers' new team, so oh. I don't know if that matters to you. I didn't even know Philip Rivers had a new team. Yeah, they traded him this this off season, so him and his nine kids are uh, in Indianapolis. He had a really fat, amazing house in San Diego. Really? Yeah. You knew where he lived? Um, or you just, was it was that like I the saw, slab of San Diego? Like well, a lot of the Chargers, when they were in San Diego, lived in, That's uh, true. lived in like Scripps or Poway. Um, but yeah, he had that fancy car that would drive him to the stadium. <laughs> That's right. So you could have time to like study the playbook. And right. Well, we don't have any Charger fans in our league. We have. Yeah, that's fine. They don't deserve it. Who else? I feel like there's another team I'm missing. Um, some people in the league don't even have a team, like Greg. I'm trying to figure out who. I mean, Greg's a fan of USC, but you need to have a pro team. I see. Yeah, I, think I don't think it. I have a pro Those team. Those are all the affiliations. I guess I'll take Jaguars to be. They're very. They're pretty. They got some teal. Okay. 
Mm. Well, I mean, I'm not going to wear the uh, like no, neither do gear I. for any team. So I don't really care about the color scheme. It's more of like I don't know anything annoying about them or their ownership. So there you go. That's <laughs> yeah, basically the. Everybody says is the same with the Jaguars. I don't know anything about them or what mm-hmm. they're doing. Well, I do know Gene Shorts gonna... guy is annoying, but he'll get a pass. He's nice. He's, He's a little over the top, but he means well. Okay. He isn't like a douchebag. He, he reminds like, me of... He's not mean to women or anything. He reminds me of um, Job on... Uh, <laughs> or no, which is the one that wears the cut-off shorts? Oh, Tobias. Tobias. Not We're Tobias. actively watching Arrested Development yes. again. And that's what I think of <laughs> when I think of him in his cutoff shorts. So. They do. They both do have a mustache. Uh, they are the it looks exact like a similar cut person, of shorts. True. Who's never nude? Yeah, never nude. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's a great show. True. And I, I guess that they do have that now you'll tie think, them together. Now you'll think of him. No, I don't think I will. Tobias is very, very. Uh, his own person. Well, maybe their quarterback. I made also a, comp- a never nude. I made maybe a comparison. A girl that used to work with me at UCI, who's a really good friend of Dom's, her and Lindsay are like, they have the same mannerisms and look and everything. And it was just like, it's, it's very interesting how close they are really. The friend to that I know? No. Oh. She And she doesn't work there anymore. She's oh, okay. out in Arizona. I was going to say, I don't know anyone... That looks like Portia de Rossi. Well, she doesn't look like her. Like, she's not blonde, but everything else about her is very, like, they're on the same wavelength. I see. Um, yeah, Rest of Development's a good show. Agreed. What are we in? Are we in, like, season... We're still in season one? Maybe? Season two. Okay. Yeah. They just had the fake funeral for the dad. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> I think we're even an episode past that. When Buster gets dropped off in Santa Ana. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> trying to avoid being in the military. <laughs> we'll have more Arrested Development updates. Yes. I'll think of more NFL characters to compare to the... But now yeah. now you know where you stand in the league with everybody and their affiliations. Okay. You basically hate everybody's team. You're indifferent with the 49ers and the Bengals. Right. We do have a Patriots fan. We have a few Cowboys fans. We have a few Steelers fans. Uh, well... My odds aren't looking good for, for your group. Just sports and along. Sports. Hey, you, what you gonna do? Hey, you, what you gonna do? 49ers, what you gonna do? Ravens, tell me what you gonna do? Jets, what you gonna do? Steelers, what you gonna do? Cowboys, what you gonna do? When the Jacks come with you? Falcons, what you gonna do? Browns, what you gonna do? Carolinas, what you gonna do? Them Jacks coming for you. Hello, coming to you live from San Diego. I'm currently parked in a car in lovely Scripps Ranch, San Diego. Uh, still not sure how this episode's going to work out at the moment. I don't have anybody lined up, so it might just be me talking the whole time. Uh, but we're down with week one, and shout out to everybody that won. Shout out to uh, looking at the standings, 
We have an entire division that's 1-0. Uh, that is the division that I am in. And we have an entire division that's 0-1. So shout out to Sean. I know Sean was getting a lot of crap for having a rough team, but even at 0-1, he's he would be in the playoffs today. He got over 100 points. Uh, scored more than me, so I guess that makes sense that I'd be out of the playoffs. Uh, and all the... Uh, a lot of people down in the double-digit 10 through 16 range that, you know, talked a lot of talk. Tim... Well, Jen didn't talk a lot of talk, but by association. Uh, Jacob, projected 14th, is only 10th right now, so some work to do, but let's uh, go through the teams and games, I guess, in league so far. Uh, first football Sunday was kind of, I don't know if it was weird or not, it was kind of normal for me. Um, for those of you that don't know, the last... What's it been now? Nine years. Worked at UC Irvine. I work with the athletic department. I'm kind of like an extension of their ESPN. Uh, reporting on all the teams, I work with both the soccer teams. So from the middle of August until about Thanksgiving is usually soccer season. And that's every weekend. There's men's and women's team are both playing. And usually there's one of them at home. So my Sundays normally... Uh, I will get to work at like 11, get ready for the games. I might watch a little bit of NFL Network down at the field by 12. Game starts at 1, game's done at 3. Head back to the office at about 4. Might watch the end of the, four, the 1 o'clock games. Recap everything that went on during the early games. Drive home and listen to... Some Kevin Harlan Sunday Night Football on the radio. Uh, side note, Kevin Harlan probably probably put him on my Mount Rushmore of announcers. I'd say him, Vince Scully, Chick Hearn. Uh, and I'd probably have to go with Mike Patrick as my fourth. I was a huge Mike Patrick fan when I was growing up listening to when Sunday Night Football was good. Him, Paul McGuire, and Joe Theismann. Uh, huge fan of his. I'd probably, just off the list, maybe like Jason Benetti, um, Ted Leitner. I think there's a few others. But uh, that's my usual Sunday. Uh, so I really haven't watched much football at all. I might run the league. I might know a lot about NFL. But I really don't watch any football ever, if I'm being honest. I didn't watch any football this Sunday. Uh, so, yeah, I'll be – I really like the Thursday night games, although a lot of my soccer also takes place on Thursday nights, so I usually don't get to watch those. Um, I'll watch a lot of football in December is when I'll do a lot of my football actual watching. But even during the season when I don't have a, a game to be working on a Sunday, it's uh, – uh, I might – I do a lot of my watching on Twitter, I guess. I like the Red Zone channel. I currently don't have the Red Zone channel, so I follow games on Twitter and probably through my phone. But that's usually when the Jags play. They don't play afternoon games. They definitely don't play Monday night. I don't think they've ever had a Sunday night game since it went to NBC. 
I got my one Thursday night game a year with uh, against the Titans, which is probably coming up pretty soon. But uh, so I enjoy the few times I get to watch the Jags on TV, and I think I do a lot more of that on Twitter, following the people that I do that are Jaguars official voices of them. But uh, so that's like what I did this weekend with no football or with with no red zone. Followed the morning games. About 2 o'clock comes around, go for a bike ride, rode my bike around for about two and a half hours, pretending I was uh, John Carpenter jumping off of mountains in Mammoth and riding through Silverado where he's the mayor, was the mayor. Uh, came back in time, probably like 4.30 or 5. Saw DeAndre Hopkins had ruined Tuck's weekend um, and did not watch the Sunday night game. Sunday night game's the worst, especially Cowboys and Rams, I mean. Oh, Cowboys, I, I've never, I was on them when I was younger, and it was John Madden and Pat Summerall every Sunday, and they were the morning game, uh, Nate Newton and Leon Lett and whoever, but can't stand the Cowboys, as with a lot of teams in the league, definitely can't stand the Rams either, their new uniforms are just, looks like they're melting, a melting crayon that's I don't know, you think you learned from the Jaguars' abominations they had for a while there. And also, this year, the worse the Rams do, the better the Jags' first-round pick. So, if the Jags continue to win like they have and end up picking 7th, if the Rams go 1-15 now, then the Jags could have two top-10 picks. So, I am against the Rams this year, against the Cowboys always. Who else am I against? Against the Titans for sure, and the Colts, and the Texans. Uh, never been a fan of the Washington team. Those I'm I'm pretty okay with, I guess. So maybe, maybe not that. But that's you know, for anybody looking into an insight into the life of your commissioner, hardly watches any football. So I did a lot of that this weekend. No football watching. Uh, but I did check out the fantasy games and. A lot to take in there from the week one games. I guess I'll start with my own game against Tuck. Uh, Tuck's team kind of rises and falls with the uh, Chiefs. Mahomes had an average game and, like me, had very little touchdowns to see throughout the whole lineup. It was basically who was going to get a better bonus. I think you got two touchdowns out of all your non-quarterbacks. Maybe Tyreek got one. Did Tyreek get a touchdown? He did. So Tyreek, Melvin, and James Washington, while on my side, I literally had zero touchdowns. It was basically the bonus that, that got me the dub. So sometimes that works out. I'm not 16th anymore, so Tim, uh, not saying my rankings are completely right. I know that you go, go by them to the T, but got a win out of the first one, and I'm sure Tuck will be there in the end with all of his Patty Mahomes hype. Uh, t- uh, another game, Carp came out guns a-blazing right off the bat. One of the high- second highest score in the league. Marty, kind of a tough luck run there. Both benches were fine. I guess Marty could have... I don't know if I would have switched in anybody else. 
Saquon had a rough week for him. That did not help. Uh, Sammy Watkins would not have started him over anybody else. So, about how you would have expected. Robbie Anderson had a big play, really, that helped out Carr. But Russell Wilson's going to be there all season. And that is a great start for Carpu. The league had him as the absolute worst draft and Fick to finish probably like 10th or, or 11th. Um, next up, Steph and Jeff Alice. I've never known how to say the name, but one second while I answer some text messages. Uh, rough week for Steph. I know she had a good team, had a couple of injuries. Le'Veon Bell making the lineup. Uh, not that that would have helped her in any other way. Josh Allen over Dak. Looks like it could have made the difference, but I still think Dak's the right play there. Rough starts from... Jerry Judy, Curtis Samuel. Meanwhile, on Jeff's team, Drew Locke doing as much as he could. Pretty much got it all out of Baltimore and some timely touchdowns from other players. So Jeff strolling right along, the defending champ. Did not get a Bengals win, so that's going to see how Joe Burrow does the rest of the season. Next up, big game between Bill and Jacob. Hold on, I'm struggling with my phone here. Again, sitting in a parking lot in San Diego. Bill and Jacob, though, that was a crazy down-to-the-last play, basically, from week one. Bill came back with, who was his? Well, James Conner. Did not do much, but some Steeler kicking game. Barely put him over the top. Um, Jacob uh, enjoying his game from the Maldives, but pretty evenly matched. Both teams, two of the highest scores in the league, just happened to go up against each other. A Matt Ryan bonus, I think, really helped it out for uh, Bill, and that kind of Kind of stinks seeing how many good games that Jacob had. But, you know, we projected Jacob to be 14th, and that's just that's how it is. We understand he left the country probably evading his taxes or something like that. Uh, but Bill still put up 135. Don't know if you're going to get a Matt Ryan performance like that every week, but a good win to start things off. And next matchup, Jeff Ventura and Jen. Solid matchup. Devontae Adams definitely putting Jeff over the top. Probably still would have won without the Devontae bonus, but uh, he's still a man down on his team playing that close to the vest. Definitely still a good week from, from Jen. Had a average showing from everybody. Not many touchdowns either. Mark Andrews, a huge pickup. I, I think everybody liked him, but she jumped out and took him really early and that's starting to pay off 
Uh, Tannehill, Carson Wentz, that'll be interesting. Who's gonna stick? Who she's gonna stick with the rest of the year? Um, Tannehill played very well, but it's tough to say. It's gonna be a lot of Derrick Henry going down, uh, and he's got some de decisions on the defensive end as well. So good start for Jeff. I know he's been out of the playoffs for for a couple of years, I believe. Uh, interesting matchup that went the opposite of what I think everybody expected. Ty, who had a very questionable team. I guess he projected for 113, got 115. Matthew Stafford, Daniel Jones on the bench, Ben Roethlisberger. If he's going to be like Ben has been, that's a good sign for him. Alan Lazard on your bench. I'm still open for a trade in that situation. Um... And really just put up average numbers. Who thought Washington defense would do what they did? Tyler Eifert, you're going to need to find a new tight end. He is garbage. Uh, but the Edwards-Alaire pick worked out for him. Chris Godwin, I'm sure him and Tom Brady will figure it out. Uh, meanwhile, on Greg's side, Kyler Murray was a great pick, but I don't think he had a touchdown from anybody else. Michael Thomas going down wasn't helpful either. Uh, I'm sure Greg's team will figure it out, but a rough start. I think his one touchdown was on the bench from Zach Moss. So uh, Greg currently in last. He'll he'll find it eventually. I'm getting updates from my wife, who is in the building, talking about some gossip. That's what the text messages are from. So Ty with a with a win, I guess a lot of people did not see that coming, but there he is. Another big matchup. How about Tim? I mean, we love you, Tim. You're definitely going to be in the playoffs and be up there, but and did score a lot of points. But Aaron Rodgers and the rookie Cisco getting a win in his first ever game. Uh, a big Aaron Rodgers day. Juju coming through at the end and overtaking the Pittsburgh defense, who. Uh, kept Tim in it as long as he could. Lamar Jackson had a great day. Mostert uh, quieting all the haters. Uh, the George Kittle was really the the killer. I mean, not not sure he would have covered the last 11 points, but uh, needed a better day out of him. And yeah, I think it was just Josh Jacobs, obviously three touchdowns. So. Tough, tough start for Tim. You know, we 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 know he's such a good fantasy commission or uh, manager. Got a great team. Tyrod Taylor on the bench looks awesome. Brandon Ayuk once he gets going, I think it's just a minor setback. And like you mentioned, he had 126 points, which would have beaten all but three, all but four teams. And it's. Uh, there's not a lot you can say there. He, he had a good week. And actually all but five, Jacob would have beat him as well. Let's see, Well, I guess we'll see who he has uh, next week in a second while we go down the list. The last game, our big winner from week one, the ever so sneaky stealth silent uh, Weber, 142 points. Uh, Julio Jones, I believe he had a bonus. Yep, did make the bonus. Uh, Cam Newton had a solid week. The rushing touchdowns are always a helpful. David Johnson, who can lick my sack, uh, he scored a touchdown. 
probably got more points in one game than he did for me all last season, so that's fantastic. Uh, your Rams connections worked out. Good kicker points, good on the bench points. Adrian Peterson will be good down the road. Just a, an overall solid offensive performance. And then Sean on the other end had a good week. Garoppolo got points. Kelsey did well. Darius Slayton, a big move, putting him on for Leonard Fournette at the last minute. Uh, tough scene with Blake Jarwin, although with Kelsey, you're not going to need much of a second tight end. So good start for Sean. Trying to prove everyone wrong and, and get out of the basement. Hopefully get a playoff spot. Uh, no win in the first week, but he did put up 100 points. So uh, a overall good showing for him and for the rest of the league after one week. Mentioned, I think that's what I always try and hit. If I, you might not win every week, but if you can get 100 points, you know you're setting yourself up because a lot of the tiebreakers uh, get you places down the line. Um, we had all but three teams, four teams get 100 points, and even then, a 98 and a 95 in there. Uh, I mentioned, so yes, the entire division of 0-1s, but if you win your division, you're in the playoffs, so they got to put you in the eighth spot, which is where Sean is right now. So really, it's just Sean's just got to win his division. And same with Greg, Steph, and, and Tuck. So... Uh, that's it for the first half of this. I'll be back in a minute to talk about the matchups for next week. Week two matchups. Let's let's look at them. Uh, I've already thoroughly scouted my second week matchup. A, a battle of pure fantasy teams where the entire starting lineup is from another team in Marty's case everybody in his whole entire team is from another team uh, breaking it down it, it shows the projected for commission, my commission team to beat Marty but we all know what projections are like Hopkins and Ridley pretty even matchup there John Brown and Robinson I think A-Rob probably has a slight edge uh, I gotta think Barkley's got an edge over Nick Chubb. I don't even know what to think about Nick Chubb. He's the best player on the worst team, so hopefully he can get some of those touchdowns. Uh, Gesicki Hooper. I feel like that's even. I think Hooper Hooper's a great player, but the, he's definitely a different team being on the Browns and the Falcons. Not to say Gesicki's much better, but I think he can sneak a touchdown in there. Uh, Marvin Jones and Fuller. Fuller's got all the potential in that one. I really like Marvin Jones, but he, uh, he's got to show it first, and Stafford and his lines are falling apart. Singletary, James White, that's probably even. Kickers, who knows? Defenses, uh, Chicago plays the Giants. The Vikings play the Colts. And both teams suck, so it'll probably be five points total out of those. Uh, and then Minshew and Breeze, like, I... Drew Brees with a weird week last week. His team won. They scored a lot of points, but he did not have much of it. So I got to hope for another one of those. After Patty Mahomes last week, Gardner Minshew bested him. Maybe it can be more of the same. So uh, Other matchups next week. Uh, Stefan Karp. That's always a fun one. A couple of, of uh, well, we know now the Irish bashful slapper story, which was very entertaining. Uh, Stephanie chiming in always 
I mean, who who can who can not be for an, an Irish bar, and especially Stephanie? Uh, so that might be naming rights to like who names the the actual bar or who gets to decorate the inside or, or something um, gets a shot named after her or something like that. So uh, that'll be fun. I don't know about the uh, the matchup. Steph is well, she's got to do something about Le'Veon Bell. I guess he's hurt. Um, decision between Josh Allen and Dak Prescott there. Uh, Tevin might replace Le'Veon. Might be a Justin Jefferson situation. Got a lot of options there. Tuck with a, a wagon through the first week. Who knows about Gronk? I'm sure he'll get his points, but that is going to be an interesting situation at, at tight end. Hayden Hurst is a very good backup. I wouldn't be surprised if he jumps in there. Uh, next matchup, Bill and Greg. I don't, I, I don't see this as a Bill's going to roll because of the first week. I think Greg's got a good team and will be just fine. Hopefully. Mike Thomas and James Conner, guy on each side. He's got a, they've got to think about for the next week. Um, I feel like it's it's fairly even, even though Bill's got the slight advantage. I think that's probably accurate. Um, Anthony Miller also can lick my sack after last year, uh, really doing nothing at all. So it might just come down to a uh, which quarterback has a has a wilder passing game. I think both can do that. Matty Ryan always, in the losing effort, puts up all the points, but uh, we'll see if he does the same. And probably between Thielen and Michael Thomas, if Thomas is healthy, then that's an even matchup, and this game could go down to it. If Thomas has is hurt and, and isn't 100%, I think Bill's got the edge in that one. Uh, nice little matchup here. Weber and, and Jeff, a couple of Raiders fans. I believe they're Weber's Raiders fan. I I don't know. I never know exactly what to say about that, but he uh, uh, he definitely doesn't want to claim his Kansas fandom at the moment since they had a rough showing in the first week of college football. Uh, Devontae Adams obviously could blow up, and that's a big reason why Jeff's projected to beat Weber. Uh, elsewhere, I mean, it's pretty even down the line. We'll see, we'll see what the Mark Ingram... David Johnson battle is. I think that's just evens out based on uncertainty. Uh, Cam Newton, Tom Brady, a nice little New England connection there. Uh, Cam against Seattle will be an interesting uh, battle. You always got Jared Goff on the bench taking on that crazy uh, Eagles team. Who not really sure what they're going to do. So I guess I give the edge to Jeff here. Like the, the the numbers do, but we saw Weber go off last week, so real possibility he can be two and zero, and I'm still on top of the league. Uh, Ty and Cisco, uh, very close matchup. A couple of veteran quarterbacks. Um, not a lot separating them. Edwards Alaire, J- Josh Jacobs, a fun little running back matchup. Jonathan Taylor, Terry Cohen, another fun running back matchup. We'll see if. Uh, uh, Cisco goes with Ruggs. Uh, I know he's a Cowboys fan, but he's got mostly, well, he's got a couple of Cowboys, but a lot of Las Vegas represented as well. And the defenses, Dallas and Washington. Uh, I don't really know who to pick in this one. I, I guess I'll, I'll ride with, with Cisco. If he can take the, the league by storm in his first year. 
Tim and Sean. So, Sean, ahead of Tim in the standings. I know it's technicalities, but we'll see how it goes week two. Tim's got a route against his Niners quarterback. Uh, I'm sure he would not mind a, a W, but sometimes you got to take a, a team win or a fantasy win. He does have the connection with George Kittle if, if he's healthy. Uh, Lamar Jackson is going to destroy Houston, so a lot of points there for Sean to make up. Paris Campbell could become a, a big threat for Phillip Rivers, so uh, him and Tyler Boyd pretty even right there. Not a lot going on on either bench, so it, it's going to come down to maybe a free agent pickup maybe to put one team over the edge. Uh, got to give it to Tim at the moment, but um, Garoppolo against the Jets, it, it could be could be a big week for him and the Niners. Uh, Jacob projected 14th, but in 10th at the moment, having a good start to the season. Taking on Jeff Alice, who got the win, but heavily favored in this one is Jacob. Drew Locke uh, will be an interesting play there at quarterback. Uh, really needs to prove himself going up against DeAndre Watson. Uh, the rest of the game is, is pretty even. I like the Drake and Elliott matchup. Uh, they're giving a lot more to the defense for Buffalo, which is probably true, but Baltimore also had good defense, so that's that's pretty even, I would say, as well. And then Chris Carson is just going to be a, a touchdown machine, I, I suppose. I think Jacob is the favorite in this one, but uh, Chris Carson really, really does it, put him over the edge, uh, unless Drew Locke puts up some points against a big Pittsburgh defense. This one might go Jacob's way. Uh, last matchup here I have on my list. The uh, quarantine of Jen taking on Tuck, a couple of a tough week ones for each of them, scored under 100 points each, both projected in the low hundreds. Um, Patrick Mahomes could have a big week against the Chargers. They have a, a solid defense, but anything he does, if the Chief, Chiefs can have a good week, then he might be solid in the running. Uh, although I like the pickups from Jen, Deontay Johnson, obviously, a threat at the wide receiver position. Cooper Cup should have a good day against the Eagles. Uh, not sure about Carson Wentz, but that could end up being Ryan Tannehill, especially if he's playing the Jaguars. Um, that might be some easy points right there. And uh, still a lot of unknowns. We'll see the Niner defense is very good, especially going against the Jets. That could even be a shutout right there. So uh, I guess a prediction I might have for no reason at all I think this might be the highest scoring combined matchup in the next week, so uh, that'll be fun to follow. So that's kind of looking it over for the league after one week. Um, not much not much to uh, go off of. I mean, we had a week of football. There's, I'm sure these standings will be completely on their head by week four. Um, but... Still a lot to talk about, so I've been putting out a lot of these podcasts also on SoundCloud uh, and had to alter a little bit of things. Don't want to get dinged by anybody for using actual music, so I may change up the actual the, the music within the podcast this week. Uh, another thing I found was a cool new app that uh, would distribute this out to, if, if anybody listens to podcasts, uh, it would show up on like your Spotify or the podcast app. Uh, or any number of ones, so I'm going to try that out. It, it it might take a little bit of uh, elbow grease to get the older episodes onto there. It says it's easy to do, but the way that I set it up, it 
I'm going to have to go back and maybe redo the episodes, uh, at least how they were made. But the cool thing about this app is there's a chance to monetize it, where they throw in their own ads, and then with the distribution, so every every time somebody listens to it, you get like a fraction of a of a cent or some sort of monetary value. So the more people listen to it, you can get money for it. Uh, I have a buddy of mine who started one. It's uh, I haven't actually listened to it. I'm not a big fan of the guy, but he wants me to listen to it. So I tell them that I have. But he says they've done two or three episodes and they've earned a dollar thirty. So. Uh, that's an interesting proposition. If you work that from ours, um, I mean, we've had five episodes, six episodes so far of the the you know the fantasy league version of this podcast, and I've done a few others with friends of mine. And if you're making a dollar thirty after two episodes, through this now the tenth episode, you know maybe that's ten bucks. If we have an episode every week, that's seventeen more, make seventeen bucks. It you know. Those are rough numbers. Obviously, the more times people listen, the more money you can get. Um, so, who knows? It could be something where, I know last year we have uh, had some of the money set aside for maybe the, the Trash Talk Award and stuff like that. Uh, it might This might be the way to uh, get a little more money in the pot. Maybe we use this for Vegas, however much we make off of the podcast itself. Or it can go to uh, whoever wins the the trash talk title can earn take that money home however much we get in the pot some stuff to think about uh so yeah it's interesting i'm going to try and see if it works and and let you know if i'll send it out and let you guys know if the uh, uh the monetization part is working uh i guess going back on uh money uh i haven't had anybody pay league fees yet uh it was a good idea from Ty, who runs another league that that we're a part of, um, to probably wait and see if this season actually rolls all the way through. It could get stopped right in the middle from uh, a whole number of things, but uh, we're going to wait at least probably till the playoffs to get everybody's buy-ins. Thank you to uh, Jeff, who is Jeff Alice, who are, I paid out his winnings and he paid in his twenty dollars. Uh, but everybody else, I do still have winnings for. And I know a lot of you might um, want to just figure in your league fees with that. So I'm, I'm very open to sending people winnings that have them. I'm open to waiting until we, we meet again, have a league function, do something like that to, to hand out winnings. Um, but at the moment, we do have six of... Seven of you that, that I still owe money to. A couple people like Tuck and Bill, $5 for just making the playoffs. Uh, Marty and Tim. Uh, so Marty was 5 for making the playoffs and 15 for a playoff win. Uh, Tim was 5 for making the playoffs. He won 15 more for uh, Trash Talk Champion, who won 10 bucks, And then closest margin of defeat was a $5 added. So his is right up at 20 so I guess between him and Marty uh, don't even really have to pay anything since that would be your league fees if you want to work it like that uh, Jen made $15 after a win and scoring the most points in the league coming out on top uh, even though she was in fourth place so that's uh, that's a fun little 
thing right there, but out of fifteen dollars, so it she'd probably owe five dollars for the league fees. Uh it's something we can work out on the other end. Uh the only other two money, people that had any substantial money were Steph and Greg. Uh Steph for uh first place regular season champ getting ten dollars, uh five dollars for making the playoffs. She won fifteen for a playoff win and then taking home third place, the third place matchup with Marty won her twenty more dollars, so fifty dollars total, um, not including the league fees. So uh, between her and Greg, who had seventy coming from a playoff or making the playoffs, five dollars, and then winning two playoff games, so fifteen for the first playoff win, thirty for the second playoff win, which brings them at fifty dollars, and then adding another twenty for finishing second, losing in the championship to Jeff. So uh, everybody else would owe league fees at some point you know if you if a lot of it is also trying to figure out the best way to collect the league fees i have venmo i any other cash type of app or or website or device i'm open to um if you want to send it great if you want to wait that's also great i don't expect to collect until uh uh Sometime in December, maybe even January, get together and watch some playoff action or Super Bowl. Or I'd like to get together and watch the the all the fa- all the games on Week 17. Um, I, I thought it was interesting. Somebody mentioned so the playoffs are different this year for the NFL. Uh, there's an extra team that makes the playoffs, and only one team will get a bye. So first place overall gets a bye. And then second place, normally we get a bye. We'll have to play a first-round matchup. So that's going to make Week 17 a little bit mean a little bit more, which is good for us. I know everybody else in most leagues, you're done by Week 16. You're doing nothing Week 17, and I, I don't, I don't like that. I, if there's a football regular season game, I want to be, uh, I want it to mean something for our league. I like making Week 17 uh, mean something for the championship. Last year, myself, Greg, and Andy, we had a good time up up in Pasadena, jumping around bars and stuff. It was a lot of fun. I'm sure we can do that somewhere else, whether it's in Orange, Anaheim, up in Pasadena, maybe down in uh, SD. Who knows? If anybody has a good idea, uh, I know it might be tough this year with quarantine. Maybe we get together and do a end-of-the-year deal and and watch all the the games together right around New Year's. I don't know if people are going to go out for New Year's, so that might be a nice little way to celebrate that. But um, that's my plan. Uh, week 17 is going to mean something. Uh, get Let's get everyone together and, and do it right. Um, and, uh, yeah, so far it's so good. A lot of, a lot of nice trash talk. Uh, the Cowboys and Rams really getting into it. I'm sure they'll they'll come around and, and play each other at some point. Um, trying to look and see if there are any more battles for uh, with NFL matchups this week. I'm give me a minute while I straw on over to a app that can show me the schedule. I mentioned the, the Raiders matchup of Jeff and Weber. Uh, week two matchups. Everybody knows my Jags playing the Titans. It's it's Titan Hate Week. Uh, you know, tighten up your butt and all that good stuff. So really into big win. Uh, Bengals Browns. We have a Bengals fan. Don't think we have any Browns fans, but that'll be Thursday night. I don't know 
Nobody cares about it. I'm going to watch that game. It'll be the best game of the week by far. Uh, Giants-Bears. I don't think we have anybody for either team. Cow your Cowboys, Sean and Cisco are playing the Falcons. Lions-Packers. We have... I guess we don't have any Packers fans. And that's all fine with me. Vikings-Colts. Two teams that mean nothing to me. Um, Bills-Dolphins. I'm surprised. Uh, not that... It would mean anything, but it would be fun if, if Bill was a Bills fan. Uh, I would enjoy that a lot. Niners-Jets, as I mentioned, a lot of Niners fans in the league. That should be a walkover against the Jets. Rams-Eagles, don't care about either team. Uh, Bill and probably Jacob. I think Jacob's a Rams fan. Uh, Broncos-Steelers. Ty and Steph, Steelers fans, I think. Well, we always have Andy in our minds. He's doing well, by the way. I saw him last week during his birthday. Uh, still trying to get together and do something this week. If anybody missed out on his birthday or Greg's, um, they're taking on the Broncos. That's not a big Broncos fan. Although shout out to Steph's brother Ben. Uh, Panthers, Bucks. I used to like the Bucks. Tom Brady and them all kind of killed it for me. Uh, I probably for the Panthers in that game. Washington against the Cardinals. Don't really care. I guess I'm more Cardinals. Chiefs Chargers, Tucks taking on the Chargers. I don't know about I feel like there's some sort of Charger fan somewhere. I feel like I have a lot of San Diego friends, so um, I'll probably be rooting. Either team can win that one. I'm fine with that. Ravens Texans, shout out Mots. I'll root for a win in that game. Patriots Seahawks. Um, we have Marty as a Patriots fan. No Seahawks fans in the league. I know... Uh, my old roommate Vince, a big Seahawks fan, so definitely don't like the Patriots fans. They're paying the refs. You know, Miles Jack wasn't down, so I'll probably root for the Seahawks in that game. And Monday Night Saints Raiders, so that would be Jeff, Weber, Cisco will have a lot of interest in that game. Um, I don't, I can't recall if we have another Raiders fan in our league, but... Um, I guess I'll look through our managers because I always forget who we have. Um, no, not really. We have pretty much Niners fans take up everything, Niners and Rams. Um, I don't know Greg's team. Greg, I, I know you were like a Bruce Matthews fan forever, so you like the Titans. And your USC through and through, your LAFC through and through. Uh, I don't know who, I guess you're your fantasy guy. Uh, I would love to know who you would pick as an NFL team if you had to pick one right now. If you have no affiliation tied to anybody, who you would side with. Um, my guess is it's tough to say. I don't see anything being appealing to you. Uh, should all try and figure out what, what Greg's team would be. I think I found some sites where it's like Here's what Premier League team you should root for based on your NFL affiliation, or we could maybe do a vice versa. I know he's a big Bayern Munich fan, so we can find out who who Bayern most uh, exemplifies in the NFL. That's probably some dominant team that Greg would hate. Probably like the I don't know the Vikings or the Packers or something like that. Uh, not a lot of big matchups, head-to-head matchups in our league. Uh, 
Uh, I mean, nobody's even NFL teams are, are playing against each other. Um, so it should be a, a nice, amicable week. Uh, I guess the the best matchup I'll I'll be tuned in for the most in our league, besides my own. Um, I I do like the Steph Carp dynamic. I think there's that's a very uh, high top tier trash talking matchup. Uh, Bill and Ty, that's that's could easily be a a golf bet. I'm sure there's some skins on the game or something. Uh, Weber and Jeff, they know each other fairly well through softball, but a couple of Raiders fans, I'm sure they just want the Raiders to win. Uh, Ty and Cisco, they know each other a little bit. The new guy against the the guy who's always picking all the new guys. Uh, Tim and Sean, that could be fun. Uh, I feel like it's a very uh, lovable trash-talking Sean against the spiteful, uh, you know, Tim just out to tear everybody down. That could be a nice little hot and cold dynamic. Uh, Jacob and Jeff Alice, two sneaky trash talkers, two uh, experienced fantasy players, uh, the reigning champ and the team projected to be second and 14th. And then Jen and Tuck, not a bunch of trash talk there. I know Tuck is is good for some. Jen really picks her spots. She's got one every like four weeks and and it really hits home. Uh, probably would have been a good thing to see during the Super Bowl. Um, so I guess Stefan Stefan Carp, that's my my matchup of the week. If we're talking quality, uh, football knowledge, Irish drinking knowledge, um, and general trash talk. So that's how we have it. We'll see. I don't know if this will be the end of the podcast. I don't have anybody lined up yet. Um, it might just be me. I'll probably bring Julie on at the beginning. Maybe throw in some new royalty-free music and see if this podcast will get going. But hope we're all having a good one. Week two coming up. I will not be watching again. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But one week in the books, and I'm one to know. The Jaguars are one to know. So it can only go upwards from here. This is this is the pinnacle of my football season.